Holy incantations. This is Flight Check Season 2, Episode 20. We're back once again talking FlyQuest in all capacities. And I just realized I gotta move NXI's camera over. My name is Sandy Toes, <laughs> and to my left, and my x I also have to move my camera over. I'm, like, leaning all the way over on my thing. Uh, my fellow hosts, uh, Noxwar and Curly Double Q. However, uh, to my right uh, is our special guest of the evening, NXI, X FlyQuest Academy, Jungler Extraordinaire, uh, Terror of the Jungle, the Lee Sin Master himself, uh, the man who uh, was not allowed into Champions Queue, which is an outrage. Uh, this man deserves to get his space uh, get in, in Champions Queue. Get him in there. Uh, NXI, how are you? Uh, I don't think uh, we have. I know Knox has talked to you a little bit here and there, uh, but I, I know the general public. Uh, hasn't really heard too much from you. I know you've been streaming a bit, um, but how are things going? Uh, are you still in LA or did you move away? Uh, what's up with you? Hey, uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I've been talking to Nox. Obviously, I see like all three of you in the stream sometimes. I was trying to like, you know, go hard streaming, but I tried to like, oh, or I, I made it like another goal to just like try to focus a bit more on solo queue lately. So I haven't been streaming, but mm. um, as for... Uh, where I'm living, yeah, I went back home nice. after I stopped playing competitive because I just wanted to take a, a break, you know? So right now I'm in, like, the Washington, D.C. area, so all the way on the East Coast. Are, so even if I do play... You're, you're right by Sandy, then. I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the Washington, D.C. area, actually. <laughs> Dude, we gotta go grab some coffee. Dude, we got to hang out. Yeah, I, that's, that's so cool. Uh, no, awesome. Uh, Knox, I know, has a fair amount of questions that he uh, wrote up for us. Uh, so we'll get into those, um, but I do have to check in with my fellow co-hosts. Uh, guys, uh, just a quick note on the weekend. I have to apologize to you both, uh, because after the Friday game, I said, all right, we're 1-0. That means the 1-2 curse is officially back on. Uh, so it's my yeah, fault. Yeah, and then you dip for the weekend to let it happen, too. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's 100% my fault. Um, I caused the one and two weekend. Uh, I take full yeah. responsibility for so, that. NXI, so, NXI, how do you feel about uh, hosting a podcast every Monday that talks about uh, FlyQuest? Um, I feel like you'd provide some good insight. You're also a jungler, and Sandy <laughs> just so happens to be retiring after tonight. <laughs> Give me in there, dude. I got all the juicy secrets of 2021. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's true. He does have all the juicy details. It's true. He behind does have all the details. I've got the behind-the-scenes leaks. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh boy I, uh, I mean sharks has already told us that you're the beer pong champion of FlyQuest, so we've I heard mean, i'm a goat <laughs> Dude, never died, I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated. nice I've never lost in beer pong fantastic <laughs> what a god amazing uh all right well let's get into it nox if you want to just kind of start off with uh your first question and then we'll just kind of keep going around the around the horn yeah, well, I mean, like I was telling you before, just we're, we're, we're doing some catching up, right? So I first main thing was just, like, how was it playing for FlyQuest? I mean, how was it being a part of the team? <laughs> What's the atmosphere like? Uh, so on and so forth. Just what it, what was it like for you? Uh, FlyQuest? It was, it was fun. It was good. Um, obviously, it was, like, my first 
actual like competitive i guess like environment because i did play on 100x for like two weeks prior and i guess like a scouting guys for like a week but hey but you won those and that's what matters <laughs> yeah yeah but um obviously it wasn't like in person even scouting grounds wasn't in person so you know it kind of felt like didn't really feel any different than solo queue in a sense but obviously i met like really good people there but yeah playing on flyfest was cool like the whole environment like it was really try hard right the people that i got to meet um even like yeah obviously like i got intimidated by some people at first like you know obviously jose diodo was like a huge name right i thought he was gonna be an asshole <laughs> before i met him <laughs> yeah but i ended up be- no just because i don't know man i don't know why i thought that like literally no like Nothing pointed towards that, but yeah, I, I got to room with him, and like he was uh, honestly one of the closest people that I was with on Flight Post. But, yeah, that's after, great. like the whole org, like everybody was great. Like Nick, you know, uh, my coach Richard, my teammates, everything was cool. So j- just because you're talking about Jose, w- one of the guys in our Discord really wanted me to ask you this question, but who, who has the better lease in you, you or Jose Diodo? Dude, if I say I have the better lease in, <laughs> everybody in <laughs> land is gonna hate me. <laughs> It's Jose Diodo, man. <laughs> Actually, Brandon's lease is correct. Better, if you got the better lease in, own it, dude. You just got to yeah. own it. Brandon's lease is too correct. It's too crazy. Right. It's true. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. So he from, the, from the sounds of it, the, the uh, everything about, uh, for the most part, everything about FlyQuest was pretty chill and a good time overall. Um, with Having said that, uh, how, how was the departure from the team? Because Sharks and Nick talked about it a little bit, just the, but more just from your perspective, what, what I, I guess for you, how was it, like, leaving? Um, honestly, it wasn't, like, nothing personal or anything, you know what I mean? Like, I think if you guys see Twitter, I guess, because I don't really use social media all that much, but um, I'm still on, like, good terms with everybody, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But for the most part, I just, like, towards the end of last year, just a lot of, like, problems, personal, like, a lot of personal problems and then, like, some team problems, right? just like led to like me not really wanting to play competitive anymore you know what i mean so it's just and obviously that wasn't like i don't know it's not like i would stay on a team or something if like you know (laughs) my attitude (laughs) and like mental wasn't good so yeah yeah. so i guess in that sense would you say it's more of a break or are you done competing uh i'd say it was a break funnily enough back in like october november it was, um, like, I really hated the game. You know what I mean? Like, the thought of playing League just, like, it disgusted me. Like, I remember <laughs> we had to play, like, tryouts with Scrims River for, like, a combine. And um, I was focusing on myself. Like, just, like, going out because, like, the esports life is a bit rough. Like, you don't really get to go out much, right? If you're, like, tryharding and stuff. Like, not really much time for um fun, I guess. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, getting to the top takes a lot of work but then staying at the top is even more work because i think we were we were like by far the best academy team in summer when everything i'd agree with that but uh yeah yeah. but basically yeah i had to play the combine and i i just hated it you know what i mean like it was awful and then that's kind of like what made me realize like i just i I don't want to you know but i thought i was gonna quit (laughs) back then but i mean i came back to give it like a go i told myself i was just like i'm gonna just give it a month or two and if i hate it then now i know for sure but I, i've been liking league a lot recently nice. but i've also like fixed a lot of outside problems so i think mm. a lot of that helped with my mental for sure and attitude okay it. have you been oh. uh, have you been looking to join up with any amateur teams uh playing like proving ground something mm-hmm. like that or 
or are you still kind of like trying to uh, maybe not shake off the rust but like try to get yourself up to a point where you feel like you're it's worth your time to be playing competitive again um so i came back mid-april uh like around mid-late april right uh and i think proving grounds in summer was already starting back up soon and like i got asked that a lot obviously because people were curious right because i was screaming as well but mm-hmm. for summer, I don't want to play competitive just because I don't want to drop everything that I had built around me mm. in life. Uh, it seemed a bit like sporadic to just leave, um, even if I did like get an offer or something, right? To just join, because obviously competitive is, is a commitment, right? Like it's a commitment in a stressful environment in a sense. So just for summer, I'm chilling. And um, for spring 2023, I'll probably play competitive again, whether it be like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but not for some. Okay. Cool. Solid. Uh, do you think you would try to get back in? Because now, you know, with the whole amateur ecosystem, you know, kind of a bit more of like grassroots support for it. People are really starting to pay attention to it. We've seen uh, other NA players like kind of rise up through the ranks through the whole system now. It's maybe got a little bit more respect. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about how that amateur to academy to LCS ecosystem looks. Is it, like, more viable to get up to the top tier uh, for someone, you know, who either took a break or uh, is just looking to get in for the first time? Like, what's your... What are your thoughts on the ecosystem right now? Um... I think... uh, Well, I think the ecosystem is, like, good. Like, right? Like, putting amateur on, like, LCS, like... I think they're on, like, the LCS Academy channel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think that's good. I think the ecosystem or, like, everything in a whole is a lot better than when I was playing because I think, cause, like, way back then, I never even considered amateur, but obviously 100X is, like, just the biggest brand at the time. So I thought if I was going to play, like, this is a good opportunity. Um, but as for getting into the ecosystem, I think you can still get picked up from solo queue, even though, like, solo queue... Obviously, this Champskews now, but it's like you you can perform well in Champskews as well. But even like getting like top ranked in solo queue, I think you, you you'll still be um, noticed. Same as for doing good in amateur as well. But for coming back, I'm not quite sure. Like I'm open to amateur. Like if I, if I have to play, like I don't really mind. I had talked to a lot of people about it, but um, I I don't know if it's like harder or not than when I played, right? Because amateur didn't seem like too hard from like a rookie point of view when i just randomly started and uh i remember scrimming amateur teams last year and it wasn't like that challenging i guess but it was like obviously we it's our job right when you're in academy it's our job you're playing like five six days a week of scrims and like solo queue on top of that i don't know how, how much of a time commitment it is for amateur but yeah i i, I know for a fact that some like of the top Amateur teams will only get, like, two or three scrims in a week. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, it's way less games. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nox, uh, you got something else, I know. So, no, I was just, I was going to, like, early step in. He hasn't spoken yeah. at all, but. I mean, so I um, I kind of have my own question that I don't, I think I kind of want to hold out for. Actually, uh, no, I'll yeah. ask it now because it, yeah, just we're talking now. a lot yeah, we're asking a lot about, um, like, well, we're talking about Academy, Amateur, and, like, kind of, that's got me thinking about, 
particularly how the lines between everything are kind of like not blurred, but they're a little bit more like they're softer than they seem because you have Danny who hopped up to the league last year and Jojo who like just got in. And then more particularly, I'm thinking about how mid season, like our whole Academy got thrown in when you were in the LCS. So like from your perspective, who as someone who was like thrown into the LCS from Academy, how do you think that like impacts the players that are in Academy that could be thrown up, like brought up at any point does that make them try harder does that impact their mental like how what is it like being like hey you're up um it like it definitely makes you try a lot harder but it like the nerve the nerves and the anxiety obviously like hits you as well right you go from like 5000 people watching to like 100,000 plus right like 100 to 200,000 people watching so obviously like that's a bit nerve-wracking and then it's like but honestly, playing on that stage is pretty cool, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the environment is just, like, way different. Because even when we were playing Academy, like, we were playing in the office, right? Which is, like, it's cool, but it's, like, not any different than scrims. But, like, playing on the stage is just, like, a surreal feeling. But, yeah, I definitely think, like, newcomers will, like, try, like, a lot more. Because there's a sense of, like... I don't want to speak for everybody, but, like, there is, like, definitely a sense of complacency. And, like, obviously, LCS Academy, right? And I think that's, like, just natural human behavior i guess when you're so accustomed to being you know lcs or academy for like years like you feel entitled to the job right you feel like oh i belong here right it's like nothing new but obviously like if you've been playing academy for like two three years and you get promoted to lcs then it's just like oh it's a brand new stage but i'm sure for veterans that have been playing for like years like to them it's like nothing you know yeah but obviously like i've I've known like lcs players who like got demoted to academy and then you know their egos or whatever are pretty big like myself included too yeah. like i'm not gonna lie when i when i went back to lcs academy i think like i played super well my first like two weeks of academy but then yeah i got complacent i was just like it's just not you know like fun it's not the right attitude to have but yeah it's just like what naturally like you know happened i was just like oh yeah i'm just having fun like it's not as challenging i went to like versing speak up blabber closer and screams and stuff to like versing yeah you know like academy people and the and the skill gap is right huge so yeah. so you yeah. say that after your your time off in your six months off from pro- competitive that you've developed a better mental and then come 2023 like you're ready to hit the ground running uh yeah for sure uh i just i wait can i curse yeah yeah no, yeah no, it's no, fine dude oh, okay yeah i just fucked up in 2021 <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just made like I just made a lot of wrong decisions. You know what I mean? Like I did a yeah. lot of things I thought was right, but wasn't at the time like invested my time in wrong. Things. A lot of like personal problems that I just didn't fix and realized that it, it was bad. Like after it happened, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I'm like a hundred percent sure that I'll be like. I think I'll be like a lot better in 2023 than 2021 because like I don't even feel like I got to like fully commit to the legend. So, with, like, everything happen, happening outside the... Did, uh, have you had any, like, uh, techniques for kind of, like, uh, like, regaining your focus or just, like, like, like steps that you've taken to just kind of, like... Because I know, I, I, can re- I can totally relate to that, where it's just, like, all right, yeah, I invested my time in, like, either the wrong people or, you know, just the wrong things and... You know, then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, what am I doing? And it's like, and you got to kind of reset. So like, what were, what were some of the things that you did to just kind of help you reset? 
Oh man, dude. I think back in like November, like I officially like just wasn't playing league anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. Dude, I was like I just I just full sent it, dude. Like every week I was just going to another state. Just like, oh, really? traveling, you know what I mean? Like I was like hanging out with my friends, just like prioritizing everything that I had neglected, mm. you know? Like friends, family, like my mental and physical health. It was funny, like, I went to New York in, like, I think it was, like, October, right? And, like, I was really unhealthy, right? Like, I was walking around the city, and, like, I realized how unhealthy I was, cause I was and I was just like, yo, like, this isn't okay. So that that's what, like, kind of kick-started me to, like, start working on my physical health, right? Because I wasn't happy with, like, my appearance, and obviously that affected my mental health. And then after that, like, I was just really hard-grinding, like, self-improvement, you know, like, just doing research and like learning about nutrition and stuff and like mm. how to take care of myself more and then but then I had realized like I had a dependency on going out because I was going out so much so then in December I had worked on enjoying my own company and you know being able to stay home while not you know like playing games or anything, but still like just you know like going to the gym every day in December and then like just going home and, like I, I literally finished one piece from like start <laughs> to finish like, that's- that's, that's how much I was at home, man. Dude, I was, I was nice. You finished days. One Piece? That's impressive. I literally finished One Piece. Yeah. Credit to uh, Lee in the chat, but he, literally, you did your own me quest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's I was neglecting the me quest while it was happening. But yeah. After, yeah. See, now, Zin, you finished One Piece. The next step is finishing all of Sesame Street because there's actually <laughs> thousands more episodes. <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah, have, have you not seen that meme? <laughs> I, I've not. I was gonna suggest like catching up on all of Naruto or all of Dragon Ball. You know, just I finished those because I, I read them as a kid. Oh I like yeah, yeah. Them as a kid. Right, yeah, we're, we're waiting on Bleach to come out later this year. That's that's the big one. Is that real? Oh yeah, dude, I'm gonna watch that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's coming back after ten year hiatus, man. Classic. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm hyped for it. it. Looks good. Um. But, Actually, to ring things back in, because you are talking about your mental health a lot, and I think that personally something and I've talked about a few times on here is how players, like I've seen, probably don't take care of themselves too well. So, like, as someone who went through, like, being a rookie, getting promoted up to LCS, like, do you have any advice for younger players to make sure they don't lose their mental health for the sake of the game? <clears throat> um, honestly, truth be told, uh, I- I'm lucky, right? I was lucky because with my year and a half or whatever in esports, like I was financially able to take a break. Like that's not something a lot of people can say, mm-hmm. right? Like people don't get to just take a few months off of life. Like they don't get to just stop work, school, their career, whatever it is, right? So in that sense, I'm really lucky because I was able to like invest all that time into just improving myself. Same thing with like pro play, right? Like, um, I I don't think I would have improved myself if I was still playing competitive. Like, honestly, like if I was still in competitive in twenty, like spring split, like I don't think I would have done anything that I did. But that's not an excuse to you know say that you can't take care of yourself during competitive because obviously I did a lot of self reflecting, mm-hmm. and it's like there's definitely time, right? There's definitely time to like go to the gym. Like, eating healthy is just a choice you make, not really a time commitment and all that stuff, and just like making time for your friends and all that stuff. So, like, I guess advice, I'd say, is to just... I, I guess, league, like, it does consume you, though. Like, to be the, the best, like, you do have to make sacrifices. Don't get me wrong, right? But a lot of people don't, like, prioritize their sleep. You know, like, 
getting the amount of sleep they need. Like a lot of people don't eat right because it's just easier to just grab a snack or like you know order out or whatever when you have so much money. You know, like so much disposable mm-hmm. income. Yeah. As a pro player, and um, yeah, just the gym obviously like <laughs> people just it's natural to just I think it's really um impressive people that like have been going to the gym like four or five times a day or a week. You know. For the past like however many years but yeah i think most pro players know what they should be doing it's just hard to do the things you're supposed to do in a stressful environment you know do you think you uh, i was gonna ask is there I, I just you know due to the amount of scrims and then you gotta do like content and then you gotta play solo queue on top of that i could absolutely see how you can just be totally mentally exhausted at the end of the day. I mean, I know, like, I'll come home from work, right? I work, like, an eight-hour day normally. I'll come home, and I'm just, like, I'm tired. And, like, maybe I did go to the gym, but, you know, so now I'm just, like, mentally just done. And I've got stuff I need to do at home. But I'm just tired. Like, is that... And Sorry. I, I relate to that, too. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> it, I think, uh, do you... Did you see that, like, kind of in your time, um, just people um, maybe not pacing themselves appropriately? Would that would that be something that you would say is, is a common occurrence? Um, I can't speak fully for other people because I never like. Obviously, there's like a lot of stuff going on with everybody, but mm-hmm. for me personally, like, yes and no at the same time, yeah. like. Finishing scrims, and then, so obviously, like, the schedule would just be, like, you know, you wake up, and, like, you'd go to the office, and then, you know, eat eat breakfast at the office, like, you know, have a team meeting in the morning before, like, prep for scrims, play scrims, and then you eat dinner, and then you go home, and then you shower and stuff, right? But then, obviously, you have to, like, play solo queue, or, like, you know, champs queue now, right? So, like, because you gotta just stay on top of your shit. But, um, yeah, you just, you just get exhausted, and, like, I guess... Life doesn't get mundane, but, like, going to the gym on top of all of that is pretty impressive. Uh, just because you do have to balance your sleep, right? you got to have a specific sleep schedule. And then you also have to, um, you can't just, I, I guess, it's it's kind of weird, right? It's really weird because friendship, you have your team and your org, right? And obviously that's, like, a lot of people that are, like, that you can talk to every day on a daily basis and, like, care about. But at the same time, it's, like... Sometimes you just want to talk to people, like, not about League. You know what I mean? Like, you just want to talk about other stuff. So it's hard to balance, like, your friends back at home, you know? And, like, obviously you can't hang out with them because you're in L.A. or something. And obviously, even if you do meet new people in L.A., like, it's usually around the League scene because that's how you meet them, you know? So... Right. Yeah, it's just... It's pretty it's pretty exhausting, I'd say, <laughs> to just be able to get up and do it every day. But, yeah. I mean, it's... I don't know. I try to, like, remind myself sometimes, I guess. Or, like, you know, back then, I was just... There's harder jobs out there, so... <laughs> so, I, genuine question. Do you think it would have been more beneficial to have FlyQuest as an org go do more non-related, league-related stuff as a team? Like, go to the gym together, go to the uh, pier together, go like, carnival, whatever it may be, just, like, non-league-related stuff, like, do you think FlyQuest did enough of that with you and, like, the Academy guys and even the LCS guys? They tried, man. <laughs> they tried? Okay, then that's, that's they, Yeah, we, we were lazy, man. Or, but, like, a lot of us <laughs> were just, like, just let us play solo queue. <laughs> you know? Just, 
just like up the solo queue or whatever like you know like just let us play more solo queue yeah a lot of us just like you know obviously myself included just like didn't want to go on like those hikes or something. Mm. the only time we'd go out was like korea barbecue but it was so messed up <laughs> but yeah those k like, barbecue picks look good though <laughs> yeah they, they tried you know like it's not like five quest didn't try but and like we did like we did a decent amount of things i'd say you know mm-hmm. like but uh yeah at the end of the day um I think I think it's good, like looking back now, right, to spend time with your team outside the game, because then I think if you're closer to your team, like it's a lot easier to be able to criticize them for stuff, right, and not make it feel personal, I guess, like because mm-hmm. I think that's just natural for humans to just be like, so uh, like defensive, I guess, when they get like called out for something, you know. So yeah. I think it's just like it, it's a lot easier to just hard flame somebody and then <laughs> just say it's not personal, and they know it's not personal at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I think we've got probably just a couple questions left. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we pro- we'll probably start wrapping wrapping up real quick here. Um, I was going to ask, so we know your goals are 2023, you're going to make the leap for competitive again, but do you have any goals, just anything in general for the rest of 2022? Um, Not anything, like, specific. Like, I just want to keep playing solo queue. It's been rough recently, but I still want to... I think one of my goals is to hit, like, really high rank. Like rank 1, 2. But it's, like... It's been rough recently, man. I've been running it. <laughs> like, you know what it is, man? It's the Q times, dude. It makes my brain so numb. Like, I'm not stimulated for, like, 40 minutes at a time. Like, play one game, and maybe the game's really shit, and then I have to wait, like, 30, 40 minutes for another one. And it's just so bad. But that's not an excuse. But, yeah. That's Other than that, like, I just want to... Honestly, I haven't been keeping up with my health recently. Like... Funnily enough, since we are on the topic of health, so I do want to like stay consistent on that, you know, with the gym and my diet. Other than that, um, yeah, no, no other goes out of that. I should be streaming more, but yeah, it's, it's hard to like try hard and stream for me personally because yeah. I'm so I always want to reach out and like answer people, you know. Yeah, 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 makes sense. You're you're gonna hate this, but you you know how in your Discord everyone's like, why isn't NXI streaming? Where's the stream? Where's your stream? You, you need to have your Discord hold you accountable for, like, workouts and proper <laughs> habits. Just drop them. Yeah, drop your daily workout in there, bro. <laughs> Dude, they just flame you, man. <laughs> well, let, let, make, make them flame you for not working out instead of the streaming part. Good idea. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'll let them know. Next stream. <laughs> I've, got, I've got just, like, w- uh, one quick question. I, just two questions. And then, okay, so first one is... All right, so 2023 is where you're looking at. I mean, how, wh- like, where do you want to end up? Do you want to, are you looking to, like, make it back to LCS? Um, you know, is that, like, the ultimate end goal? Uh, or are you just, like, like happy to just play competitively wherever you can? Um, like, kind of what's your mentality there? Uh, yeah, I want to play LCS, man. I've been watching Academy and Amateur sometimes. It's not looking pretty. <laughs> 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 Dude, uh, it's not even like an ego thing, you know? I was just like, some things just didn't make sense to me. So what you're telling me but, is you can smurf on these kids. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that too egotistical? Uh, no. no, no. no if, you, if you think you're good, you know, then then yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty confident. Like, if I played Academy again, it wouldn't be, like, too hard. But, yeah, my goal is definitely, like, LCS, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, like, I'm down to, like, play whatever like i have to like get there you know if i have to like prove my support or something again mm-hmm. like it's 
Makes sense. All right, we have looks like we do have one uh, quick viewer question, and mm-hmm. then and then I'll I'll ask my final question. Uh, so the question from Ricebox, longtime viewer of the show, friend of the pod, uh, mod of Discord. Yeah, mod of uh, the FlyQuest Discord. Uh, okay, so little little sensitive, but you know if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. But uh, did you know ahead of time that you were gonna be leaving FlyQuest, or was it like a sudden departure? Uh, no, no pressure to answer if you don't want. Yeah, to. if you don't want to answer, we don't. You don't have to. But um, I knew like three weeks ahead of time that I really didn't play a competitive any. Oh, sorry, I knew like about three weeks ahead of time that I didn't want to play competitive anymore. But mm-hmm. at the end of the split, I still had my drive. If that made sense. Like, yeah, that makes when sense. When we lost proving grounds, like. I was really ready to like just, you know, like focus up and like fix things for next year. Yeah. But then along the way, like, yeah, I think it was when I came home. Like, I just realized I didn't, I wasn't really enjoying league anymore. Like, when I flew back home and like started Makes hanging sense. out with people. Yeah. For sure. Cool. All right, last question then. Uh, so yeah, been grinding the solo queue when you can, streaming when you can. So what is, what's your favorite, like? build like champ and build to play right now like what's the most fun thing for you to be playing uh dude everything's so boring right now i swear (laughs) the thing is man like talent honestly is the most fun that i have but like i'm not that good at it (laughs) and like i think you have to be like really good to be able to pull it off you know and like i watch like videos of talent i'm like like i can't you know, like, I think I can play it, but I can't play it when I watch actual good talent. Makes so, sense. Is there something that you've seen, like, some crazy off-meta pick that you've seen someone else playing that you're like, huh, that actually kind of works? Uh, not too crazy, but I have seen, like, a lot of things pop up recently. Um, I think, by the way, anybody in chat that plays Jungle or whatever, like, just you guys too, yeah. it was broken, all right? But he's getting nerfed <laughs> to the ground, so it doesn't even matter. But Viego is broken because you can go, like, four different builds. So you, like, adapt yeah, to any game. You know? That's pretty good. And you can, like, gank and full clear. But other than that, I see, like, a lot of... Like, Ghost is popping up a lot recently in the jungle. And um, you can take it on a lot of things. Mostly, like, Bruiser junglers that go, like, Gorge Maker. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Assassins, like, Kha'Zix that, you know, can go Bruiser. And then you can take it on, like, Kindred as well against tanks. Like, oh. if you're going, like, Kindred against, like, I don't know, like, a Volibear or something. Like, you can just kite them out and, like, out-DPS them, right? Yeah. As for something crazy, like, not really anything crazy, but just, I think the thing that people, I think the general community feels like assassins are dead, but it's definitely still playable. <laughs> like, Kiara Jungle is slowly creeping up in KR right now, and, like, just weird things, I guess. But mostly just, like, assassins are still prominent. So that's why when I saw the assassin buffs, I was really confused. <laughs> so I was just like, why, you know? <laughs> But yeah, they didn't. They ended up not going through with it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they might come back. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I I like assassins in the jungle, but that's just my play style. So, yeah, uh, it's stalker. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you can uh, catch NXI on his stream. It's uh, twitch.tv slash I'm NXI. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. So you can do that. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at. Uh, Zindin, uh, X-I-N-D-I-N-H, uh, 
So you can follow him there. Hey, thank you, man, so much for coming on the show and hanging out with us for a little bit, answering our questions and all that. Uh, do you have any anything you want to shout out uh, before we uh, move on with the show? Thanks for having me, man. Shout out? Uh, nah. Dude, I said something to shout him out, but I'm not going to do it, man. It's too messed up. <laughs> nothing else. Thanks for right. having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks yeah for absolutely. Me, all right. Thanks for coming, in. Cool. Appreciate yeah. you. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick uh, quick break while we reset the show, and then uh, we'll be back with uh, our week one discussion of uh, how FlyQuest did this past weekend. All right, see you guys in a bit. Say two zero, but I wouldn't be surprised by seeing a one one. Um, TLA, I'm hard expecting a 1-1. Um, they are a beatable team. I know they're very strong looking right now. They're 4-0-1. Um, it is absolutely beatable, though. You can, take a te- you can take a game off that team, and I'm really hoping they do. Solid. Yeah, uh, I've been really, really pleased with what I've been seeing from them so far. Uh, yeah, UG's just been really, really good. Uh, in my mind, and yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what else they've got in store for the rest of the season. Uh, Curly, any thoughts or uh, on to <clears throat> last segment? Unfortunately, this week and this upcoming week, not able to view it. Uh, <laughs> very busy with work, unfortunately. No worries. Uh, all right, quick little smash thing for you all. I don't think there was um, no tournaments this past weekend. But uh, JMook is going to be competing at Phantom Tournament, which is apparently in Australia, from what I can tell. Yo, that's wild. All right, is, all right. And not only him, but, like, Mango's going to be there. Uh, yeah, it's like this whole thing. So that's pretty cool. And then Kadoran announced his... Um, I saw this. He's got a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So he's also going to Phantom, but he's going to go to Double Down, Phantom, Wave Dash, Shine, Big House, Main Stage, and then he said whatever Circuit Finals might do more in between. Going to be a fun year. So that's like all in the last six months. So that's basically on average one tournament a month. So that is phenomenal. So be sure to keep following them on Twitter for all of your Smash news. Uh, And here I am changing the topic like right at the uh right at the end of the segment so uh yeah so great to see that they will be competing in many many more tournaments i'm excited to see a tournament in australia that's pretty cool i don't know if i've ever seen a smash tournament there before um so that'll be pretty pretty fun uh okay well we're gonna be wrapping up the show bit of a shorter one tonight just because we had uh nxi on uh but still always a good time so thank you all for tuning into this episode of flight check uh week two of lcs starts saturday uh we've got clg and tl this week we'll see if the terror that is clg will be able to take a game off of the flyquest boys and hey maybe we'll pull off another upset against team liquid you never know uh and in case we do you'll be wanting to follow us on twitter to get our instant reactions to that craziness. So you can catch the show at Flight Check Crew, myself at Santos DB, 
Knox at Knoxwar with two R's, and Curly at Curly underscore double Q underscore. Uh, make sure to hop into the Flight Check Discord as well, where all kinds of esports discussion and otherwise takes place, including fantasy LCS trash talk. Uh, you know, some people out there decide to drop Abadage for uh, and pick up Blue. Um, those are choices, and those choices hmm. were made. Hmm. Um, and then other people among us uh, decided to pick up Dokla last minute. And it really paid off for them. I have no idea who that person could be. No idea. Uh, not saying he no was idea. Prussian or anything, but uh, maybe, you know, you never know. Anyway, uh, make sure to hop into the Discord so you can catch up on all of that fun times. If you missed any part of the episode, the VOD should be up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, and remember that we always broadcast the show live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time right here at twitch.tv slash flightcheckcrew. All right, uh, Curly, up, any final notes, shout-outs, plugs, whatever you want to say, this is your time. Uh, final notes is, like, as rough as a start as this weekend was, I still have good faith for the team. I do think they're going to be able to step up, especially because, like, even though the losses hurt, they were never like, oh, man, this was a stomp. And so keep it up, guys. I know you guys can, like, do the job of reflecting. Um, Philip, can't wait to see you do more in the top lane. Takui, can't wait to see you holding it down more in the mid lane and across the map. Uh, in terms of shout-outs, shout-out to everyone that helped me uh, decide what is going to be replacing Valorant on Wednesdays on Twitter. Uh, you guys were very, very helpful with the poll. I appreciate the amount of responses I got, and I will probably be dropping an announcement on my Twitter tomorrow for what will be replacing it. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys it, for that. It better be Assassin's Creed. You'll have to keep an eye out for Twitter. That's all I will say. <laughs> That's all I will say. And also, I might have given $104 to Steam recently. I, That's all I will say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's everything for me. Lovely. Uh, Nox, please. Regale us with your tales of amateur refereeing. Uh, I'm actually done until the second qualifier, so sad. I mean, well, hey. that, that'll only that'll only be like another week before I'm back at it again. So if anything, I kind of get the week off, which is kind of nice. Um, speaking of amateur, though, after this is done, go watch uh, Cincinnati Fear versus uh, Team Pending. They are on game two right now. Uh, winner plays 100 next in the finals tomorrow. So that should be very, very exciting. And finals tomorrow is the best of five. Starts at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, other than that, uh, first week of Peekums is done. Lonk. I don't know who you are, to be honest. Uh, you're random in the flight court. But Lonk got first for the week one with 14 correct picks. Kind of crazy. Insane. And then Crap. Curly. Curly was the best out of us three. He had 11. Then I had Naturally. 10. And Sandy, you had nine. I'm also yeah. in first place Not in fantasy. Best. That's all I'll say. We're top three in fantasy, I believe. We, we are. So, so, rigged. Not rigged. Not 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 rigged at all. Not rigged. No, no. Hashtag not rigged. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then for my part, my shout out is going to uh, gonna be uh, a show I started watching. It's called The Old Man. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's got Jeff Bridges in it, and it's really good. Uh, if you like slow burner, very tense kind of thriller stuff uh about 
uh, you know, a 70-year-old guy who is an ex-CIA agent, and now he's got the U.S. government coming after him, and he's on the run. Uh, this is the show for you, and it's it, it's like watching. There's only two episodes out right now. It's like watching a movie. That's how good the quality is, and uh, it, it's just phenomenal. So go watch that show. It's on Hulu. Uh, that is my shadow. That's all I've got to say. I, I wonder uh, why you're interested in that, Sandy. Hmm. No comment. We'll be back <laughs> next week. We'll be back next week to discuss uh, week two of LCS. So for now, uh, stay safe out there. Don't forget to hit the head on the nail. And we'll see you all very, very soon. Adios. Have a good one, guys. Peace, y'all. I think probably my biggest issue I had with this game, and it, it's not like a glaring thing, right? Because you don't really notice. But I, uh, probably Jose, in, hear, hear me out here, but there were three different instances in which Jose got caught out, and he died in two out of the three. And the third one still cost a major tempo play for Fly while they had the Baron. So, like, all that combined, it just, it was... It was frustrating to see because it's like Fly had uh, proper map movement and proper setups, and it would have been great and fantastic for them most of the time if Jose had just not gotten picked or hadn't been chunked out in that one particular instance, right? And so that resulted in a far much closer game, and then you, we can critique and nitpick uh, the team fights, kind of like how uh, Curly was talking about just a second ago, but uh, I think... Personally, if Jose doesn't get picked those two times and doesn't get chunked out that third time, we don't even have to go into those team fight scenarios. We can kind of go back to what we were doing in game one against Golden Guardians and just continue to slowly push the map in at certain angles, and then they just get choked out. So uh, personally for me, I, I my biggest issue was Jose this game. Um, so hopefully that was just a one-time thing more than anything, and we can kind of go from there. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Immortals has a great team fight coming team fight comp as well as ours so i think it's kind of 50 50 in that regard right mm-hmm. yeah i think uh yeah again just to reiterate my point i was just i i was just frustrated by the lack of closing out the game mm-hmm. you know like that is again it's a game that from that point you should be able to close out and win. And we've seen them do that before. I mean, we had just seen them the day before take their advantage against Golden Guardians and really press it and close out the game. So it was just frustrating to see kind of like the complete opposite. You know, get ahead, do really well early and most of the mid-game, and then it starts collapsing, get some picks, or get picked a few times, and then it just all falls apart. No. Um, now, to make it like that we're not talking about all bad things, something I do want to highlight is some of the real good things is actually, like, um, despite getting first blooded, um, had a real good, like, uh, 2v1 bot side to kill revenge for Philip and get him started. So, like, that was one thing that was really good. Uh, Philip, for the most part, was actually really stable um, in the laning phase and did a good job against someone who's got more experience than him. And then also, uh, particularly Takui, like... 
always, I think, the silent hero of FlyQuest uh, and the fact that I was saying on stream today, I'm never worried about Takui because against PoE, he was giving himself his own lead. He didn't really need any help from uh, Jose Diodo. And then in particular, he is, I think, one of the best split pushing mid laners because you don't see mid laners split push as often as top laners. Whereas this, he was like a major part of how we got the bot lane uh, like pushed up when we got the first Baron. And I think he got the first turret up top, if I remember correctly. Like he's just really good at reading the map and getting like some breathing room and control for his team so i was very happy to see that mm -hmm. yeah uh i i do think there were some good bright spots uh out of the whole out of the weekend for sure um however one dark spot uh was definitely the eg game uh eg looks good the msi hangover is has not affected them whatsoever. I, I they told you that the, last week. I said they, they weren't going to deal the, with it. The MSI debuff, uh, it did not occur, uh, and they they looked really really good. Our draft was very interesting. I liked it. Was the thing I liked the Twitch Yumi. Um, I wasn't expecting Philip to play the Vlad. I don't know how much Vlad we've seen him play. Um, it doesn't seem like. It hasn't doesn't feel like it's a, a Philip champion, um, but I liked the draft. Uh, even the Ari I liked. Uh, the Wukong not so much, and there were a couple moments like I just remember the first, um, well, one moment that you could really see the durability patch <laughs> coming in was that first gank um, from Jose into top lane where Impact lives with just a sliver of health. Um, I I do wonder if there was an opportunity for him to just do one quick bonk with the Wukong staff and uh, get the kill. Um, but, you know, what's in the past is in the past. And I also don't know how much that really would have changed the trajectory of the game. Because in this game for me, I just saw getting picked out a lot and some poor coordination in team fights. It felt like we got out team fought multiple times. Um, there was one moment in particular, I think the kill score at the time was six to five in our advantage. Um, and we actually had been doing decently uh, and they got, I think it was around dragon and they just kind of wiped the floor with us. I forget exactly what point uh, that was maybe between the 15 and 20 minute mark. Um, and that whole fight just felt very uncoordinated from our angle, and, you know, it's, uh, it's still early in summer, but that's the kind of mistake that you just, like, can't make, um, and I will definitely be watching to see how the team fight coordination is looking, um, but again, it wasn't, like, a brutal loss, but it also wasn't, like, a great loss either. So, yeah, curious to see how you guys feel about this game. I mean, for me personally, uh, um, <clears throat> watching it live, like, it was, I, I had, like, a sense of, like, hope and, like, oof, I'll call it, because, like, you're right, we were ahead in kills, and, like, we had moments where it felt like we 
technically had some form of lead, but I'm pretty sure the gold was still in EG's favor for the most part the whole time, no matter what. And so it like it was very strange because it's like, all right, well we have some things that are technically doing well, but it doesn't feel like we are winning this mm-hmm. fully to me. And so it was like, granted, right now I don't expect us to be able to face EG because they are the best team in the league. They are the defending champions, the only one to have never lost a game when they came back from MSI. Um, and they are, I think, just the most together team. That like They always know how to support each other, and so I, I do think it's just going to be hard for us to win against them um, without us potentially having it. Like, maybe in playoffs we'll be able to pull it off. So I do think we put a good showing considering that, um, and I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Knox, what were... What were your kind of pain points <laughs> with this game? Pain points? Yeah, just like uh, moments that like uh, caused you some consternation. I think for me, my my two main things are I still don't like Apro on Yumi. Like I understand the Twitch Yumi. Like even Danny himself in the interview afterwards was like, "That is the most freaking annoying bot lane to deal with." It's like <laughs> you just pop up out of nowhere, you get old, you get double ulted, and you're just dead. Like you have to play that perfectly the moment he pops out of stealth. So, like, I, I really do understand it's a very annoying bot lane to deal with on anyone on EG, but uh, I just don't really care to see Apro on the Yumi. I like seeing him more on Playmakers, even if it happens to be something like uh, Rakan or, uh, shoot, what did he play? Uh, uh, or the Nami, sorry, because like, that's an Enchanter too, right? But, I mean, mm-hmm. it, has a little, it has a little bit more agency than what the Yumi has. Like, the whole thing about Yumi is it gives agency to other players on your team it gives agency to your teammates you don't really have the agency yourself and for afro i think he operates and the team operates better under having five players that have agency rather than like say quote unquote four and a half so the pick i can see it being good i just don't think it's the pick for afro um and the second thing we are, we've already talked about it was just kind of that whole top lane thing of just like you kind of probably should have had an idea they were all coming i don't know why you stick around you stuck around so long so mm-hmm. those are those are probably my two main pain points. I did, however, want to focus on something good. And this isn't just the EG game alone. This is kind of over the course of the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. But Takoy has looked very, very good so far. Um, yeah. I'm sure some people may or be like, eh, he didn't really do all that much. And it's like, no, look a little closer. Um, Back to that all-pro form. Y- yeah. Like, look in the uh, Golden Guardians game. Consistently kept a Blaze Olive shoved in the turret. And, like, go look at my... Uh, uh, what was it? Flight check radar of Takoy back in like December. I said he con- he consistently keeps his opposing mid laner shoved under turrets so they cannot roam. That is exactly what he did against a Blaze Olive. Um, Power of Evil was a little bit more of an even lane, but that's fine. Like I would say, out of everyone in the league, Power of Evil is like the one other player who also plays control mages as well as he does. So it went even lane. And then the other thing is, out of the six games. I'm doing my math right. Yeah, because two regular seasons game tiebreaker. Seven games. Out of the seven games FlyQuest played EG, Takoy lost lane to JoJo five out of those seven. One of them was even, and then the other one was basically 
Jose Diodo like camped the lane and basically got uh, JoJo ahead, and that was our one win in playoff. Hmm. So with that said, this is the second time, and this time it was out without a whole bunch of assists from Jose. Not to say Jose wasn't helping, but this is the second time Takoy has had a lane where he went even with JoJo. Hmm. So for me, that is improvement. And so I just I really wanted to give a shout out to Takoy because I think. In the first three games, even though the team's one and two, he's looked very solid in all three so far, and I've been very, very happy with his play. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <coughs> all right, so speaking of good things, what are some, and looking ahead to next week, what are some good things that you guys are looking for uh, from the team for next week? Like what... Um, what good things did we do this past weekend that we need to keep doing? And then to follow up on that, what are some things that we need to fix? Uh, keep doing. Uh, Tuke just needs to keep up his pressure in mid lane. He's been mm-hmm. looking fantastic. Uh, we play Team Liquid next week and CLG, CLG. I believe. Yeah, and so, good times. Very interesting because CLG is 3-0. Palafox has not looked bad, but I still think Tuka is a better player, oh, and I still think, well, that's not true. Bjerg's actually kind of been looking like he's been ripping some people some new ones, so uh, <laughs> I, think the re- I think the real test will be Sunday against Team Liquid. Um, historically, and I say historically like it wasn't just last split, but historically, uh, Tuka has handled Bjergsen very, very well. So we'll see how this quote-unquote new-looking Bjergsen does against Takoy. And if Takoy keeps him even in lane or even wins lane like he was last split, beautiful. That's exactly what I want to see. Um, I do want to see Philip continuing to hold himself like he has been. I think he's been very solid. He has been down, but that's kind of like weak side. Uh, eventually, I'm probably going to give him out to like week five to be, like, better, quote-unquote, better than Kumo in terms of playing weak side, because you should be okay in that aspect of oh, that point. Oh, boy, um, my internet died. So, yeah, I think that's kind of my overall goal. I mean, for me, oh, <clears throat> did I disconnect? I hear you. All right, cool. Any, did Sandy disconnect? I think Sandy might have disconnected. I see cubes for him. You back, boy? But I, I hear, like, yelling, like, oh, no, was that you? Uh, Hang on. Are we back? I can't tell. I I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I hear uh, you, bud. I, I just don't know if the stream is running. The stream is still running on my end. Nah, it's it's again. frozen for me, and it says zero viewers. Uh, hang on. I okay, o- OBS reconnected. All right, there we go. Dang it! I don't know why this happens. Uh, nope, it died. Damn. Yeah, there no, it okay, is. Now it's refreshed. We're back. Hi Hooray! everyone. Welcome. Hi back. everyone. Uh, hang on. Let me refresh. There we All go. right, we're back. Cool. All cool. right, audio listeners, if you don't know what <laughs> happened, we my internet did that thing where it, it just decides to die for 15 seconds and then come back. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. I've been there. It might be your processor. Anyway, back to the show, though. Um, I hope not. To answer your I, question I about like what you want, what I would like want to see this upcoming weekend, a uh, big thing is um, I'm going to be flat. Uh End of last split, early this split, Afromu has not been leaving me satisfied with the veteranship I feel like he should be providing. Um, and so I would like to see him kind of like step up into that 
like player that we hype him up to be uh because it's like random early alts and like the yumi not entirely his fault just because of the way things were it's like it, it wasn't it's not what i want to see so i do want to see that um i'm gonna retweet nox on the continuing to see takui perform like at the level he does because again i love i love how he's playing um and then i uh i think as a team i want to make sure they're picking smarter team fights and addressing them like like being better about how they go about them because i do think that was a fundamental part of the two l's we took this weekend were just like some rough team fights that could have went differently if choice like decisions were made differently um yeah i do think like despite clg starting out three and zero, i think it should be a relatively easy time it's going to be a more even matchup than i want it to be but it still should be a relatively easy time easy time uh tl Kill looks good, bro. <laughs> That's going to be... Everyone is getting skill checked there. That is a universal yeah, skill check. I'm going to be honest. It's going to Especially because I love Philip. I love you so much, man. I'm hyped for this NI talent. You know how I feel about Bwipo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, okay, well then let's go ahead and move over to our picks for the week. Uh, all right, so it's CLG on Saturday and then Team Liquid on Sunday. Got our scuffed uh, scuffed camera thing back again one scuffed more time. Scuffed camera thing. Scuffed camera thing. Love it. Uh, all right, so uh, CLG, uh, they looked good this past weekend. However, their competition was not amazing. Nox, I'm actually going to ask you first. Uh, how do you feel about this matchup? Mm. I I don't know what it is. Call me a doomer. I think CLG takes us. I, I got a bad feeling for some reason. I re I, I'm really hoping I'm wrong, but I, I've got a bad feeling. Here's the thing. Call me a doomer because I'm right there with you. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. You, 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 you typed fly for me and for you. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, I thought you were just saying CLG takes it. Oh, that's, yeah, you did. Oh, my gosh. I'm. Your heart knows the right answer, I'm Sandy. Your heart knows, the right, Your heart knows the, the right answer. I did type uh, fly instead of CLG. Yes. Well, uh, I'm going to yes, be CL the beacon of hope, all right? Ah, uh, yes. Now because I can correctly type fly. Because y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping so hard. You think just because I get a 3-0 week against Golden Guardians, TSM, and Dignitas? That they are going to beat us? Come I think, on. I think TSM is is better TS than they were last year. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, and, I'll say that. Last split. And I think Golden Guardians wasn't bad last split. And they've no. mostly stayed the same so yeah. i just i actually think no. yeah clg Here's is like thing, better I, than a 10th place org for once i i mean i'll agree with you there they're gonna make eighth place probably maybe even seventh <laughs> but like dignitas is so free 
<laughs> well, yes, and, and that means once we lose to them, uh, it'll be very clear where we stand. And if I'm going to be honest, like Golden Guardians is a flip a coin game. Like if you flipped a coin, you could probably predict Golden Guardians correct. Like I'm not saying they're a bottom place team. It's just how how I feel about them because they are good, and then sometimes they don't play like that. Uh, and then TSM, like you're right, they are better, but still, man, no, nah, it's free. It's free for us. CLG is so free. Like, Philip alone is going to gap Dokla, and you can quote me on that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's that. But, however, Team Liquid, uh, I'm not sure how we're all feeling here, but I know where I'm at. This is I'm probably where you're at. Dub. Yep. Curly, I think you're right there, too. Um, Let me check my Venmo history with Dokla. <laughs> no yeah unfortunately this is not one i can be a big believer in FlyQuest for um as much as i want to be tl honda is just going to drive right over us and we're going to need to check in with immortals progressive to get our insurance claim for it oh dude uh, i uh, see i prefer going, actually say the names i prefer going to the state farm analyst desk <laughs> Right after my Rocket flip the switch replay uh, of the Bud Light Ace, uh, I need to return to the State Farm analyst desk right after <laughs> Team Liquid Honda takes down TSM FTX uh, and then goes for the Red Bull Baron power play. I hate you, Sandy. We're not sponsored by any. We of just gave them so much free name drops. <laughs> Uh, don't forget C9 BMW. Uh, well, no, no, no. United that's not officially rivalry. in the name yet. That's not officially in yeah, the yeah. name. United in rivalry. Uh, dang it. Who else is there? With uh, Hundred Thieves doesn't have anything. Uh, they have a lot of sponsorships. They're just not as in your face as some of the other they're ones. Not, they're not Cash App, Hundred Thieves Cash App. Uh, the Hundred Thieves Cat. The Rocket Mor Mortgage Hundred Thieves. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Uh, this was, all right. I don't know what this segment was, but we're never doing it ever again. We're, we're never doing the... <laughs> we're, we're not even getting paid all for right, this. Let's, let's talk about something a little bit happier. The Academy team. Uh, a 3-1 week for them. 1-1 uh, split with uh, Golden Guardians Academy and then a 2-0 over Immortals Academy. So uh, they are in game score tied with team liquid but they are i think technically like half a series behind or something like that um but in second place basically uh which is fantastic still maintaining a really strong start to the season uh and then upcoming this week it's a triple week for them they've got eg clg and team liquid so eg academy looking a little rough but both CLG and Team Liquid Academy are in the top half of the table so far. So Nox, uh, what just kind of give you the uh, give us the you know the overview of you know how how they've been looking this past week and what your expectations are for the upcoming week. Uh, not gonna lie, the the, the loss to Golden Guardians Academy kind of hurt a little bit because they still had their sub mid later in because Lider wasn't there. Um, yeah. I think 
the one thing I really do have to give to FlyQuest Academy is they are so... Wait, what's up? Oh, resilient. They are just extremely resilient. Um, there is a reason why, no matter what Discord I'm in or what part of Twitter I'm talking in, I will always say that... Oh my gosh, no. FlyQuest Academy is the most entertaining academy team. And that is because... None of their games are ever clean. <laughs> like, they are winning, do not get me wrong, and they're doing it consistently, which means they are clearly doing something right. But there's always mistakes somewhere along the way. And uh, in this case, I and I love it, and I want to continue doing what he's doing, but Yuji tends to be a big issue in that regard because he wants to consistently push his limits. Um and that's, that's okay by me, but that, that's kind of the reason why a lot of these FlyQuest Academy games get absolutely bonkers. And then just because of the team synergy and how good the players actually are, in this case, uh, eight times out of ten, or four-fifths of the time, they, man they manage to end up clutching it out and finishing and cleaning it up. And so it's, it's all good. It is what it is. But uh, they are definitely not the cleanest team in Academy, even though they are ranked second right now. With that said, heading into week three... Uh, what you said, EG, CLG, and TL, right? Mm-hmm. So, EG, I'm expecting that to be a 2-0. Uh, CLG, uh, I haven't really been all that impressed by. Um, just to make a prediction, I'm also going to say 2-0, but I wouldn't be surprised by seeing a 1-1. Um, TLA, I'm hard expecting a 1-1. Um, they are a beatable team. I know they're very strong looking right now. They're 4-0-1. Um, it is absolutely beatable, though. You can, take a you can take a game off that team, and I'm really hoping they do. Solid. Yeah, uh, I've been really, really pleased with what I've been seeing from them so far. Uh, yeah, Yuji's just been really, really good uh, in my mind, and yeah, I'm excited to see... Uh, what else they've got in store for the rest of the season? Uh, Curly, any thoughts or uh, on to <clears throat> last segment? Unfortunately, this week and this upcoming week, not able to view it. Uh, <laughs> very busy with work, unfortunately. No worries. Uh, all right, quick little smash thing for you all. I don't think there was um, no tournaments this past weekend, but... Uh, JMook is going to be competing at Phantom Tournament, which is apparently in Australia, from what I can tell. Yo, that's wild. All right, is, all right. And not only him, but, like, Mango's going to be there. Uh, yeah, it's like this whole thing. So, that's pretty cool. And then Kadoran announced his, um... I saw this. He's earlier. got a bunch. Yeah. He, yeah. So he's also going to Phantom, but he's going to go to Double Down, Phantom, Wave Dash, Shine, Big House, Main Stage, and then he said whatever Circuit Finals might do more in between. Going to be a fun year. So that's like all in the last six My months. So that's basically on average one tournament a month. So that is phenomenal. So be sure to keep following them on Twitter for all of your Smash news. Uh, and here I am changing the topic like right at the uh right at the end of the segment so uh yeah so great to see that they will be competing in many many more tournaments i'm excited to see 
a tournament in Australia. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I've ever seen a Smash tournament there before. Um, so that'll be pretty, pretty fun. Uh, okay. Well, we're gonna be wrapping up the show. Bit of a shorter one tonight, just because we had, uh, NXI on. Uh, but still always a good time. So, thank you all for tuning into this episode of Flight Check. Uh, week two of LCS starts Saturday. Uh, we've got CLG and TL this week. We'll see if the terror that is CLG will be able to take a game off of the FlyQuest boys. And hey, maybe we'll pull off another upset against Team Liquid. You never know. Uh, and in case we do, you'll be wanting to follow us on Twitter to get our instant reactions to that craziness. So you can catch the show at Flight Check Crew, myself at SantosDB, Knox at Knoxwar with two R's, and Curly at Curly underscore double Q underscore. Uh, make sure to hop into the Flight Check Discord as well where all kinds of esports discussion and otherwise takes place, including fantasy LCS trash talk. Uh, you know, some people out there decide to drop Abadage for, uh, and pick up Blue. Um, those are choices, and those choices hmm. were made. Hmm. Um, and then other people among us uh, decided to pick up Dokla last minute. And it really paid off for them. I have no idea who that person could be. No idea. Uh, not saying he no was idea. Prussian or anything, but uh, maybe, you know, you never know. Anyway, uh, make sure to hop into the Discord so you can catch up on all of that fun times. If you missed any part of the episode, the VOD should be up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, and remember that we always broadcast the show live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time right here at twitch.tv slash flightcheckcrew. All right, uh, Curly, up, any final notes, shout-outs, plugs, whatever you want to say, this is your time. Uh, final notes is, like, as rough as a start as this weekend was, I still have good faith for the team. I do think they're going to be able to step up, especially because, like, even though the losses hurt, they were never like, oh, man, this was a stomp. And so keep it up, guys. I know you guys can, like, do the job of reflecting. Um, Philip, can't wait to see you do more in the top lane. Takui, can't wait to see you holding it down more in the mid lane and across the map. Uh, in terms of shout-outs, shout-out to everyone that helped me uh, decide what is going to be replacing Valorant on Wednesdays on Twitter. Uh, you guys were very, very helpful with the poll. I appreciate the amount of responses I got, and I will probably be dropping an announcement on my Twitter tomorrow for what will be replacing it. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys it, for that. It better be Assassin's Creed. You'll have to keep an eye out for Twitter. That's all I will say. <laughs> That's all I will say. And also, I might have given $104 to Steam recently. I, that's all I will say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's everything for me. Lovely. Uh, Nox, please. Regale us with your tales of amateur refereeing. Uh, I'm actually done until the second qualifier, so sad. I mean, well, that, that'll only that'll only be like another week before I'm back at it again. So if anything, I kind of get the week off, which is kind of nice. Um, speaking of amateur, though, after this is done, go watch uh, Cincinnati Fear versus uh, Team Pending. They are on game two right now. Uh, winner plays 100 next in the finals tomorrow. So that should be very, very exciting. And finals tomorrow is the best of five. Starts at 3 p.m. Pacific time. 
Uh, other than that, uh, first week of Peekums is done. Lonk. I don't know who you are, to be honest. Uh, you're random in the flag board. But Lonk got first for the week one with 14 correct picks. Kind of crazy. Insane. And then Crap. Curly. Curly was the best out of us three. He had 11. Then I had Naturally. 10. And Sandy, you had nine. I'm also yeah. in first place Not in like fantasy. This. That's all I'll say. We're top three in fantasy, I believe. We, we are. So. so. Rigged. Not, rigged. Not, not, not rigged at all. Not rigged. No, no. Hashtag not rigged. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then for my part, my shout out is going to uh, gonna be uh, a show I started watching. It's called The Old Man. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's got Jeff Bridges in it, and it's really good. Uh, if you like slow burner, very tense kind of thriller stuff uh, about... Uh, you know, a 70-year-old guy who is an ex-CIA agent, and now he's got the U.S. government coming after him, and he's on the run. Uh, this is the show for you, and it's it, it's like watching... There's only two episodes out right now. It's like watching a movie. That's how good the quality is, and uh, it, it's just phenomenal. So go watch that show. It's on Hulu. Uh, that is my shadow. That's all I've got to say. I, I wonder uh, why you're interested in that, Sandy. Hmm. No comment. We'll be back <laughs> next week. We'll be back next week to discuss uh, week two of LCS. So for now, uh, stay safe out there. Don't forget to hit the head on the nail. And we'll see you all very, very soon. Adios. Have a good one, guys. Peace, y'all.